Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk. Happy Hour Radio, sponsored by Woodenville Wine Country. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, hello. It's Happy Hour in the Pacific Northwest, and you're on Happy Hour Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the show. So excited to have you here every Saturday right here on 570 KVI, 11 a.m. to noon. Tell your friends. Tell your friends all about Happy Hour. Hey, uh, if you're out there in the Twitter sphere, shoot us some tweets. Tweet out. Uh, we're at, at Happy HR Radio. If you have a question, you can uh, go to our website. It's uh, happyhourradio.net or send us an email. If you have some of those questions about Husky tailgating, what to drink, what's that perfect tailgate drink, uh, what to, where to go up in Woodenville, where to go anywhere in the world of wine, spirits, cocktails, beers, and fresh food. Send us an email to ask at happyhourradio.net. I am your host, Christopher Chan, advanced sommelier, and excited to be here. Got a great show. I've got Miss Sandra Lee, the executive director of the Woodenville Wine Country Association, uh, just north of Seattle, Woodenville. Uh, if you haven't been there yet, uh, you are missing out. It's, uh, it's great to have Sandra here. I also have Dr. Richard Baxter, who is a uh, plastic surgeon, and he wrote a book about... Uh, Anti-aging, or is it aging? Wine and aging, or wine and anti-aging? We'll hear from Doctor in a second. Um, but if you want to get out and try all the fun things here in Seattle and around the Puget Sound, uh, here are a couple of events happening. First of all, of course, we have the Seattle and Oregon Wine Awards present the Gold Medal Wine Experience, September 14th. Uh, this is a benefit for West Seattle Food Bank, so check it out, westseattlefoodbank.org, for tickets. Um, our friends down in Portland, all of our friends, the restaurants, the bars, the breweries, the wineries, they're throwing on Feast Portland. FeastPortland.com. That's September 18th through the 21st. Uh, you want to go down and take a road trip and check out what our friends in the South are doing, how they are feasting in Portland. And we also have uh, the Red Mountain Block Party, Saturday, September 27th. RedMountainAVA.com. Uh, it's harvest time. If you want to go smell and taste and uh, party on Red Mountain, all the cool grapes growing over there, actually they're kind of hot. So check it out, redmountainava.com. And speaking of hot, I got the hottest plastic surgeon right here in the studio. We're going to do some surgery here because we don't have any wine today. We're going to talk it up. Dr. Richard Baxter, welcome to Happy Hour. Hi, hi happy to be here. <laughs> so fun. So uh, you and I have uh, had a great acquaintance uh, for, shoot, past decade or so. Obviously, my parents are in the medical field, and uh, you are in the medical field. But we both love wine. And... Uh, we were just at the, an event at the picnic, right? That's right, yeah. That's where I saw you, dancing away. Uh, doing a little dancing, doing a little wine tasting, you bet. Yeah, um, that's always a fun uh, a fun part of the Auction of Washington Wines weekend, the picnic in the gala. And they raised some money this year, one point... Eight million. $1.8 That's Sandra Lee chiming in. She's, she's my statistician today. <laughs> Perfect. Glad I can help. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, Doctor, um, you've drank a lot of wine. You've... Not drunk. You've t um, this idea of anti-aging in wine, it, it seems relatively new, but how new is it? 
Well, the idea has actually been around for centuries, if you start looking into some of the old books and, and things that have been written about it. Probably the modern era of it started with the French paradox story on 60 Minutes. That was 1992, I think. So really just the past 20 years or so is when we're kind of in the modern age of it and really bringing some science to it now. And the French paradox for our happy hour listeners uh, out there, it's about all the French can, well, they can smoke, they can eat cheese uh, and drink lots of red wine and still live to be 100. That's apparently the deal, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I got a little French in me. <laughs> I'm hoping I do. Um and the French paradox started off a wave of research, I imagine. Was it based on uh, partly the cheese, partly the nicotine, or was it uh, partly the wine? Well, I think it was all the wine, really, that counteracted the bad effects of all the other things in our, in our diet, and in the French diet in particular. Uh, but it really did uh, spark a lot of research. You know, there was a question of uh, whether it was real or not, so that had to be confirmed. And if it was real, then what was behind it? And so... Uh, the research has looked at all these things that are in red wine. They're called polyphenols. They come from the skins and the seeds. And uh, it's just been a fascinating line of research. It's just gone off in so many different directions. Well, it's so cool to, to know that people are studying uh, wine and grapes in other ways outside of the sommelier uh, mentality that I, I tend to carry around with me. Um, but so let's just break down the grapes. Let's break down wine. Wine, uh, well, wine is really fermented grape juice and grapes are really a uh, a sweet center <laughs> with a couple uh, seeds wrapped around with uh, some tasty sour skin, right? That's basically it, yeah. But the uh, the grapes have to protect themselves from environmental stress, and so they put all these things in the skin primarily that are there to protect the grape. And these things turn out to also be very protective for, for us if we uh, consume them in the form of wine. And uh, some of those things that are protecting are actually the flavors and the the tannins and the the long chain tannins. Uh, I wonder if acidity helps us out at all. Uh, I think the acidity has more to do with how the wine is preserved and how it ages. Uh, from the health point of view, it's mostly the polyphenols, but it's also a little bit the alcohol. That kind of gets to one of the one of the other controversies. If wine is so good, why don't we just drink grape juice? And uh, it turns out that the wine actually does make a contribution in the form of alcohol, but also the way wine is made. You know, you crush the whole berry, you ferment it all together, and you extract all those things out of the skin in a way that you don't with grape juice. And, uh, well, grape juice also has lots of sugar, and we know that carbohydrates aren't always our best friend. And uh, although there are a few empty carbohydrates in that glass of wine, I understand. <laughs> well, sure, the alcohol has calories too, but it is metabolized differently than sugars in, uh, in a more favorable way. More favorable. I like that. This is uh, favor less favorable, favorable, or more favorable. Very good. Speaking with Dr. Richard Baxter, who is uh, one of Seattle's leading plastic surgeons and also a an authority on uh, wine and uh, the great effects or the favorable effects of uh, consuming wine and um, rolling back the clock, what do we say? Yeah, it's all about anti-aging. That's why I wrote the book. It's called Age Gets Better with Wine, and all these different anti-aging things converge uh, around that, that story, whether it's looking at osteoporosis or heart disease or uh, Alzheimer's disease, whatever it is, they all sort of converge around that one topic. Well, let's start with the basics. What, what would be like the, the first building block, the foundation of this idea that wine helps with aging or, or helps combat the effects of aging? Where do we start? We know X is for sure, and then we extrapolate beyond there. Right. So what we know for sure is, based on numerous studies, that people who drink 
red wine on a regular basis with dinner, live longer on average, they're healthier on average, and they have a higher quality of life. They just have uh, better functioning as, as they get old. So then you have to dial back to that and say, what is it? Partly it is lifestyle factors. People who drink wine in moderation with meals tend to do a lot of other healthy things. But partly it is the biochemistry. It's the things in the wine that really uh, have these unique benefits. And uh, it's not just uh, centered around red wine. It can be pink wine or white wine. It's mostly red wine. Mostly red. And is there a special grape that we have to go get on? Is it Malbec or is it Zinfandel or does it matter? No, really, it's whatever wine that you like enough to drink on a regular basis. <laughs> so uh, it could be two buck chuck. It could be yeah, maybe. Ten buck chuck. You know, I think the better wines tend to have uh, better extraction of the uh, the tannins and the polyphenols. So the better wines are probably healthier wines too. Uh, I like that. That's right. I'm uh, I'm really concerned about my health, so I just drink really great wine. That's uh, that's a an American paradox, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, your book is called "Age Gets Better with Wine," and this was written when? Uh, this edition came out in two thousand nine. But uh, it's still, as it turns out, pretty up-to-date in terms of the uh, the main points that I make in the book. And so we talk about moderation, and uh, I take moderation in a bit of moderation. And uh, what is appropriate for um, for people who want to, you know, appreciate the all the best health benefits from moderate consumption? It turns out the best benefit is probably at about two glasses of wine with dinner. With dinner. Yeah, on a, on a habitual basis. So you don't get to sort of make it all up on the weekend and average it out. <laughs> so not breakfast, really. It's more of a, a dinner thing. Uh, as it turns out, yeah. Okay, so uh, those mimosas, all right. Those don't count then, huh? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't rule it out, but... All right, so we know that um, uh, when you talk about osteoporosis, and uh, how many different f- areas of, of the aging... Uh, Requiem of, of all the things that we age. I know muscle tissue get, begins to break down. Uh, arthritis sets in with joints. Uh, things like osteoporosis would be the decalcification of, of bones. Or mm-hmm. I mean, I try to play doctor, but tell me, tell me. Yeah, what. It's, it pretty much covers all of the things that are called degenerative conditions. All the things that happen as we as we age. So that's osteoporosis. It's cancer. That's a really controversial one that we could spend probably a whole hour on. Uh, but heart disease, uh, cognitive function, people who drink wine regularly actually have better brain function as they get old. So it, it really covers the whole range of all those things. Interesting. And uh, it could be, you said any red wine, so it could be from France or Spain or Washington or, mm-hmm. or Woodenville. Yeah. Okay. And is there, um, I know that people, well, America likes quick fixes. I don't want to spend, you know, the effect, I don't want to have the effects of alcohol uh, on my brain for for you know two glasses i or i 'm a teetotaler, I still want the effects what What can people do? Just eat grape skins well that 's a tricky thing because everyone wants to try and uh, find the magic thing in in uh, red wine and put it in a pill and that 's a really difficult thing to prove that you can get the same benefits uh, it 's not all about resveratrol. everybody wants to talk about that and and there's certainly a lot of interesting aspects to that. But there's not enough resveratrol in wine to explain uh, why wine is good for you. Uh, So it has to be something else. Um, And like I said, it does come down to those lifestyle factors. I don't think you can put it all in a pill and get the same, same effect.
Oh, it would be no fun unless that that uh, Chateau Margaux was filled with you know cool little liquid caps or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the medicine's already in a highly palatable form. It is, and uh, I certainly like uh, red wine. And um, you know, what's interesting about red wine is that sometimes red wine can fatigue you. And uh, are, are the tannins associated with some of that uh, anti-aging uh, properties? Well, that's uh, the tannins definitely are. They're part of that whole class of polyphenols, and uh, they definitely play into that in a big way. And what the, I know, some of the resveratrol is like the the hot the hot word with uh, all the the grapes, and uh, people might know tannin, but tannin is not very sexy. What are some of the other phenols that are are recognized as with anti aging properties? Well, they're all the things that make red wine red. Primarily the anthocyanins. Uh, yeah, exactly. I see. So we have phenols, which are are aroma molecules. Well, yeah, polyphenols are. You know, they they do give the wine its bouquet. Uh, they the the whole class of compounds are all different polyphenols. They they generally fit all into that same class. And what is one of the most common questions you get outside of me, the, <laughs> the talk show host here, asking you, what What do some of your patients ask about the anti-aging thing? Can I just rub it uh, on my joints here and get rid of arthritis, a little, you know, soak my knee in some red wine? Well, I don't know about that, but there are some of the things for resveratrol in particular that turn out to be really good skin care ingredients. They're really good for the skin when applied topically. Uh, I think the biggest question that comes up is, you know, what wine should I drink, like you asked, and, and it really doesn't doesn't make that big of a difference, I think, from the health point of view. You know, Pinot Noir tends to have higher levels of resveratrol, but it's still not enough to really make a difference unless you really love Pinots, then go for it. Well, I know Mom and Dad like Pinots over at our house. In fact, uh, we like cooking with it. So can you cook with wine, too, and you think you still get the same benefit? Uh, I think it helps. Yeah. And what about vinegar? Because vinegar is made from wine. Uh, it is. I think that's a whole different uh, category. You know, that's. Uh, I don't think you're going to get the same level of benefit. <laughs> so frankly. a pleasure. And it wouldn't be as much fun anyway. <laughs> Two cups of vinegar with dinner. Uh, hopefully you're just having salad. Uh, speaking with Dr. Richard Baxter, um, plastic surgeon here in Seattle, and uh, your practice is where? My practice is in the North End. North End. Mm -hmm. um, up by Woodenville, I imagine. And uh, speaking of Woodenville, I've got Miss Sandra Lee, the executive director of Woodenville Wine Country, coming up on the show. When we come back from this break, we're going to uh, ask Doc a couple questions about uh, aging properties and anti-aging properties. And uh, we'll catch up with Sandra Lee right here on Happy Hour Radio. The home of the great one, Mark Levin. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570 KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Hey, and welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. I've got uh, Miss Sandra Lee, the executive director of the Woodenville Wine Country, here on the show. And also have Dr. Richard Baxter, plastic surgeon in the North End, who's wrote, written a book. Uh, age gets better with wine. And, uh, hey, if you love wine, do you love wine and you want to learn more, then join the 2012 Sommelier of the Year, Jeffrey Dorgan, at Sky City at the Space Needles Wine Academy. Each event features four wines and some tasty bites. Attend Harvest Crush, Holiday Wine List, or New New Year's Wines. And, quote, the last event, A World of Wine. Book one event or all four. It is the Wine Academy at the Space Needle. Check it out online. Click spaceneedle.com backslash wine academy to register for one or all the events. Spaceneedle.com. 
backslash wine academy. My friend Jeffrey Dorgan is a sommelier over there, a top-notch guy. He's looking down at us all, (laughs) and we're looking up at him. And I wonder if he's believing in this whole anti-aging thing, because he still looks pretty young. He must have a trick. And Dr. Baxter, uh, in your book, do you have any examples of people who have been cured or who have been uh, witnessed some miraculous, I don't want to call it miraculous, but can we document some of this anti-aging stuff? Well, I think on a statistical basis, we know that it's good. But probably the best example and the most famous one is uh, Madame Calmont, who lived longer than any other human ever recorded. She lived to be 122 years, eight months, and three days. And she drank a glass or two of red wine every day. She ate chocolate. Uh, She, you know, came to be sort of the living example of what we now know as the Mediterranean diet. Uh, But the important thing, I think, is that the Mediterranean diet includes wine. That's, uh, it's not just about the olive oil and, and uh, the other things. Well, you mentioned earlier that uh, there are some uh, wonderful skin properties or properties that benefit the skin. And is that just also uh, pertain to red wine, or can we put white wine on our face, do a little wash, a little mm-hmm. cleanse? Well, I think the best uh, evidence is with resveratrol, actually, in, in a skincare product. It's an anti-inflammatory. It protects against the UV uh, effects, uh, which are really important in, in aging. Uh, it's, uh, it you know, helps control the pigment. It just does so many good things. It really does everything you, you want a skincare product to do, actually. And are grapes, do grapes have the most resveratrol out there, or is there some other plant or... Well, among things that you would normally eat, grapes have the highest level, wine grapes in particular. Uh, There are other sources of it from plants that you would not normally eat. I see. So really, wine is the the elixir of of life, right? I mean, this is kind of how we... It's how appropriate that you celebrate life with wine, you celebrate occasions, and... Every every glass, well, up to two a day is helping Absolutely. slow the clock. Sandra? Well, we say one or two glasses a day, but everyone has a different opinion on how many ounces that is. What do you say a glass of wine is? Well, from a research point of view, it's standardized as a five-ounce pour. Okay. Five-ounce pour. Ah, not the generous pour. And uh, <laughs> I, I need to invest in some smaller glasses if I'm going to lose the 100. <laughs> well, I think the qualifier on that is that these studies are generally done on a self-reported basis. They ask people what their drinking habits are, and people tend to under-report what they really drink. <laughs> Thanks for helping me there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I know. Uh, how many glasses? It's, oh, gosh, Doc. Really? You're not my doctor. I mean, wait, you are my doctor. Okay. So it's good to be truthful about what you do and what you eat because uh, you are what you drink, <laughs> what you eat. So, yeah. Doc, um, tell me more about this book. Uh, you, you wrote it. You started in 2000? Yeah, I started well, uh, 10 or 12 years ago and, and uh, just kind of putting together files on different articles because I could see all these different things coming together. Uh, but nobody had ever put it all in one place before. You know, uh, cardiologists tend to look at the heart disease thing and assume that's the whole story. And, and there are all these other lines converging around the same topic. So I decided to put it all together as an anti-aging story. Uh, I like that. And we can find this book still in print, right? Mm -hmm. Available at Amazon or... All the usual places. All the usual places. Uh, Age Gets Better with Wine, written by Dr. Richard Baxter. Um, Any good quotes in there? Something that we can walk away with? Or or do you have a website, too, that provides us some resource of information? I do. I I blog about it from time to time. So that would be healthandwine.blogspot.com. Health and Wine. Mm -hmm. I like it. How yeah. about uh, money and wine? We got that one. <laughs> wealth and wine. That'll be the next wealth. one. Yeah, health, wealth, and wine. I love it. Well, Dr. Baxter, um, 
Is that your your blog site, or do you have a website too that we can go find information at? Well, that's the the main site that's associated with the book. All my, right. my own site is drbaxter.com. <laughs> Doctor, you can uh, find some other ways to do some anti aging, right? Absolutely. Yeah, reverse gravity in some cases. Well, such a treat to have you on the show. Thank you. Um, I look forward to diving back into that book, and of course, dining tonight with two big glasses of red wine. Thank you, Doctor Baxter. Sandra Lee, uh, so good to have you. We've been trying to have you on the show forever. I know. And your life is so busy. Finally, I can say this. Welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, you So happy anniversary. Your anniversary in Woodenville was uh, back in April? Uh, last July. Last, last July. July. It's been one year this and a July. month. This July. Wow. Very cool. Um, congratulations. And uh, what a great summer it was. It was beautiful and a lot going on in Woodenville. Never a dull moment. <laughs> well, tell me what uh, what's going on right now. Let's let's start in the present. What's happening in Woodenville? Well, right now we are actually, and this is a good promo for you, uh, gearing up for the Seattle Wine Awards in about a week. There are so many of the Woodenville wine um, wineries that are involved and have won double golds, golds, and beyond. And the uh, and then also so we have that and then right after the following weekend we have the Hollywood Block Party. We started it last year. It's a wine walk, and we're kind of having a different twist this year. You just don't walk around and taste wine all evening, but we have an after party with Seattle's own Leroy Bell uh, band, X Factor finalist. Pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah. So uh, kind of sober up and listen to some great music in Hollywood. What day is that? September 19th, Friday. September 19th, Friday. Well, that sounds like mm -hmm. a fun time. And uh, so you mentioned the Hollywood District. And one of the things that, um, that I struggle with from Woodenville is that being such a myopic person that I am sometimes, I see Woodenville as obviously the Chateau and Red Hook and uh, the, that little Turner corner around. And it's, it's, I need a sign that says, go here. What are the other districts? in? Well, technically now we have what we call four and the Hollywood district, including some of the iconic places like you've mentioned, are in the center. Uh, then we have the warehouse district because people don't always realize that 67 or more of the wineries in Wood Woodenville produce their wine there. They bring the grapes over every fall and crush and make wine in Woodenville. And so the warehouse district, only two miles from where you're talking about, has now 50 wineries. That's a lot of wineries. It's a lot of wineries. It's a lot of fun. That's what it is. And I've actually uh, found my way over there again because I remember in the early days there were just a few wineries, and that's where you had to go because none of these storefronts were existed at the time. Uh, I mean, think about ten years ago. There was, I mean, Delille wasn't there. I mean, obviously they at their chateau they were, but just in that corner there was nothing. I no, we've we've um, we've taken over the nail places and travel agencies, <laughs> and uh, I've called it our own. But even in the warehouse, um, there's a lot of really fun tasting rooms. It's not just production. Then we have now what we call West Valley. Um, as you turn the corner from Chateau Saint Michel, uh, Josh Henderson's come in with the Hollywood Tavern, a great restaurant, and the whiskey oh, company has yeah. a really cool event space. Because unlike um, what you might think, we embrace our breweries and our distilleries there. Uh, there's something for everyone, and the whiskey company is an awesome place to go. And that West Valley includes many wineries that are kind of moving down that warehouse street as well. So. Oh, you call it the West Valley. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, uh, and then we have one lone winery in the downtown district. 
So you can go one and lone eat winery. One one yeah, Woodenville wine can uh, Woodenville wine. <laughs> Where is downtown? <laughs> a blank. Where is downtown? <laughs> well, it's uh, it's beyond right when you get off the highway. So ah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know, Woodenville has expanded so greatly that uh, I know that there's lots of fantastic people. When you said the the tasting rooms in the warehouse district, they are truly. I mean, there's some really sexy ones there. I popped in there a couple of weeks ago, and I can't remember the ones got the the gals got the chandeliers. Is that Ambassador? I think Ambassador. It was. Yeah. yeah that, New. Yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous. And then each each winery, each warehouse. I don't know it's got a warehouse. Each tasting room was uniquely different, mm-hmm. and it, it had great personality and a good different vibe because there's something for everybody there. I was really impressed, and I there's there's got to be a flashing light sort of. Uh, Hansel and Gretel grapes, you know, got to follow this trail to get there because it's, you know, when you you get kind of sucked into the middle where that turnaround is in Hollywood area, but the warehouse has got lots of fun. It does. And we have a a website. It's really easy to remember. It's woodenvillewinecountry.com. And on there we have uh, the district spelled out. We have a magazine that you can download a map and and kind of plan your trip based on maybe your grape varietals you like the most. And that way um, you can experience each district, some winery in each district. That's cool. And that's woodenvillewinecountry.com. Mm-hmm. A map, a downloadable map. You can see who all the players are and uh, you can plan your trip. And I think it's it's fun as, as we get very familiar with many of the wineries there to reach out, to branch out, to venture out and, and explore new grapes and, well, <laughs> and new and wineries. I think that people, you, you remember the iconic or the ones that started it all in Woodenville. And they're great and you should still go back because they're always doing new and different things or just the great wine they've always been making. However, there's a lot of small, just startup wineries and it would be a lot of fun to um, find new ones every weekend. It is fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to heading out there again uh, for the uh, Hollywood Block Party, September 19th, Friday the 19th. Uh, mm-hmm. That sounds great. Hey, uh, I want to thank Dr. Richard Baxter for joining me on Happy Hour Radio, and uh, when we come back from this break, we'll we'll dive into more of Woodenville Wine Country here on Happy Hour Radio. A delightful balance of wine education and the Seattle skyline with bold notes of personalized instruction. Reserve your spot today to attend one or four events at the Space Needle with Sky City Wine Director Jeffrey Dorgan. Sip, savor, and learn about four wines of varying styles per event hosted at Skyline, the 100-foot level at the Space Needle. Linger after and enjoy your favorite with some tasty bites. Click spaceneedle.com slash wineacademy. He's live. He's here. Sean Hannity. Weekdays, noon to 3, only on Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle, Somalia, Christopher Chan. Hey, hey, welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. I want to thank Dr. Richard Baxter for joining me. And he left me with these words, if you drink one glass of wine a day for a hundred years, you will have a long and happy life. And uh, I believe that. So uh, I'm going to start tonight. <laughs> and Sandra Lee, um, it's been one happy year for you at uh, Woodenville Wine Country. Um, yeah. What? Uh, I know that we said goodbye to Passport, but what else is coming up in the near future for, we got the Hollywood Block Party September 19th, but what's after that? Well, what we're really trying to do is bring the production and teach people about 
this harvest this fall. And so October 11th on Saturday afternoon, we're going to have a free event where you can go to a location in the warehouse, Patterson Cellars, very much a custom crush pad where he helps make wine for a lot of different people, to JM Cellars and Novelty Hill Janik, and learn a little bit about the making of wine in the fall and, and getting the grapes from the field, bringing the vine to the bottle for everybody that day. Well, I hope that they allow some of the, uh, in fact, this is open to the public, so everyone out there, you're welcome to uh, join us for the Hollywood Block Party September 19th, but also save the date for Saturday, October 11th for Crush. Crush out in Woodinville is a chance to, uh, well, at least see how people make wine and uh, maybe even taste a couple of the grapes. Because one of those aha moments, I think, for everybody is when you taste a wine grape, you realize it's sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, because you're thinking, oh, it's going to taste like Merlot. It's just this kind of thing. That's how we're, we're well, <laughs> that's how silly We could have I been am. three again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the Crush event sounds really fun. I know John Patterson and John uh, Bigelow and uh, Mike. Uh, Janik. Mike Janik, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, some great guys, very, very thoughtful, um, very nice guys. I hung out with John Bigelow out at uh, the Clipson 30th anniversary. We had a nice chat. He pulled out some of his first wine that he made from Clipson Vineyard back then. Um, great pedigree, all of them. Uh, uh, Mike Janik, of course, being a Shadow San Michelle alum. And John Patterson, I mean, when we had him on the show here, uh, he mentioned to me that he used to volunteer for Quilcita Creek. So everybody's got their uh, their pedigree, their lineage, and their inspiration. Um so looking past Crush, and I think it's going to be another fantastic harvest, a great harvest for Washington State, another record. Um, absolutely. They're starting already, which is a record early harvest. So, But they're excited about um, how the grapes look and where it's going to go. So. Yeah, it was hot, but not too hot. We were not, it wasn't 2003 hot, or at least we'll say this, we know how to work with hot weather now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. I mean, it was still really warm over there, and it got to 110 in a couple of places. But um, we understand uh, our grapes better, and that's what's cool about being in Washington is that we are, are still young and, uh, uh, I don't want to say naive enough, but uh, inspired and, and willing to try new things to make sure that I mean, we're, we're not stuck in our ways yet by any means. No, not at all. And uh, Woodenville, you've got um, St. Nick's. Tell me, how old is that event and what that event is all about? I have not yet ever attended St. Nick's. St. Nick's started uh, in the early 2000s, I want to say. It's definitely over 10 years old. And we, um, it's very similar to Passport, where you have an opportunity to visit over 30 wineries, have a taste or two of wine, and um, we did it because of the holidays. It was just an opportunity for people to stock up for the holiday, all the parties and housewarming, you know, gifts you bring. And also something to do on a cold Seattle day. But um, so we'll still be having that. But something that we started a couple years ago is on Friday night, we have Nick's at Night. And it gives you an opportunity if you don't have time over the weekend Love to go that around. Name. Nick's at Night? Nick's at Night. Oh, that's yeah. fun. And it's it's a wine tasting under one roof, and we'll be having that again on December 5th. But I think, you know, we have great events. My job as with the association is really to bring the consumer opportunities to learn more about the wines and the wineries. However, you can come anytime. And seven days a week, there's a winery open now in Woodenville. And districts like the warehouse that aren't open often during the week are starting now 
from Thursday on to have a lot of them open. So it gives you, if you have different days off, a t- time to slowly work your way through. And it's only 30 minutes from downtown. So no matter where you are in Seattle, you're not too far. And it's like 10 minutes from the east side. Oh, absolutely. Oh, but it's yeah. so close. It's, uh, I mean, it's even better than Napa Valley because Napa Valley is about an hour away from downtown, and yet that place is packed and running with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodenville, I, I imagine, on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays tends to, to have um, a good amount of traffic and excitement. It, absolutely. And what I love is that there's something for everybody there. We have um, a lot of great restaurants, and there's more coming in. Um, there's a hotel. We have a Bothell nearby that has about nine hotels. So there's always some place to stay if you don't want to quite make the trek home. And, uh, and you know, people like Josh Henderson, Bobby Moore. I mean, there's just some great restaurants out there. The Herb Farm, if you're celebrating something special. So... Ah, and uh, or just want to eat <laughs> very, very well. Uh, Absolutely. And I have yet to go to the herb farm. I need to uh, get my my gustatory butt over there and enjoy myself for three and a half hours. Well, and don't eat after twelve noon. Is that it? <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> lot of really good foods. Kind of like they say for surgery. Uh, speaking with Miss Angeli, the executive director of Woodenville Wine Association. Uh, it's WoodenvilleWineCountry dot com. Check out their maps, their interactive maps, uh, and a listing of all of their partners, uh, their winery partners, who have lots and lots of uh, fun things to share. You've got some quite a bunch of personalities out there, and it's interesting that we have. Um, I mean, in Woodenville, there's the, I don't know what's called the old guard, but the, the pioneers, if we can even say that word, because it makes them sound old still. But Betts and DeLille and, of course, Sam Michelle and Columbia. Tell me about Columbia. What's happening over there? Well, Columbia, um, it's not a facelift. They've kind of uh, changed their brand. The, the wines are still incredibly great and good, and they might even be doing some new different ones. I can't speak to that right now. But as far as going and visiting the ambiance, they have really brightened it up. Uh, you walk in, and they have an education wall now, so mm. you can really – they really they literally brought a grapevine over, but they walk you through the um, vine-to-bottle experience um, in their tasting room. And so Columbia – and they do events there, so there's always something happening. They're – they're right next to Chateau Saint Michel, so that's a visit all in itself. So. Yeah, that's really neat because what's cool about that is that they got lots of parking, and uh, they've got lots of staff, and so you can have a bunch of people come in, mm-hmm. and really, uh, that's always a great launching pad. I like to say, especially when you got the education wall, you get everybody on the same page. Like, hey, here's how it works, and then you can go ask questions to the other places because you have this great education, and yet you've, you're asking thoughtful questions and mm-hmm. making those winemakers go, ah, look at you. You paid attention somewhere. <laughs> Uh, it's so fun. And uh, speaking of great winemakers, um, you know, Brian Carter Sellers has been making wine for, I think this is his 35th vintage. I mean, wow. he's been doing a long time. And he'll be at the, the Gold Medal Wine Experience, as will um, Alexander Nicole Sellers and um, Amavi and Pepper Bridge. and uh, Well, and even some of our lesser known, like Pondera and Smazny. And I mean, you really, I think that... The the Seattle Wine Awards has a great lineup of from the very small to iconic and been around a long time and making great wine. So um, it'll be fun. Yeah, it was great to see Shane Shane Howard with mm-hmm. Pondera, right? Right. Um, he was really excited, and, and I'm always excited, too, to see the results because uh, there's always some great new names out there, and then, and just to know that uh, this world-class panel you know, tasted those wines blind, and that's, that's the results that came out. It's really well, fun. And, you know, I think what I appreciate about your awards when I was looking at the panel, 
Um, I am, even though I work in the wine industry now, the average consumer. And your panel is buying wine in the grocery stores and, and the local places that I'm trusting them to tell me what good wine is. And so it's a really good lineup, and they've chosen a lot of Woodenville wines. I think one of the things that makes my job easy is that out of 100 wineries or over 100 wineries, 74 of them are rated 90-point plus in um, some pretty reputable uh, rating scales like Wine Advocate and Spectator. Well, that's, uh, that's lucky for us because we like <laughs> drinking good <laughs> juice. And you know what? 89 ain't so bad either, but we've got this little threshold that 90 is pretty cool. Um, and uh, But I tell you, you know, there's a wine for every time, and uh, Washington is making great wines. This is going to be another good vintage, so I'm excited about checking out Crush on October 11th, mm-hmm. which is uh, at JM Cellars and uh, Janik Cellars and Patterson Cellars. You can uh, see the grapes being crushed, uh, maybe even taste a couple, and just see how it all works from triage to press to maceration, etc., uh, all up there in Woodenville. And the website is woodenvillewinecountry.com. And Sandra Lee, I want you to stick around after this break. We're going to uh, have a little quiz uh, about Woodenville wine and put you on the spot. You're going to put me on the spot. This will be the test. Um, and uh, if you want to do some quizzing on your own, um, check out some of these great events. Check out uh, Red Mountain Block Party, September 27th. Uh, that's at redmountainava.com. Uh, of course, you you must come to the gold medal wine experience. That's uh, next Sunday, Sunday, September 14th, uh, the Seattle and Oregon Wine Awards. Host a benefit called the Gold Medal Wine Experience for the West Seattle Food Bank. And that'll be 67 wineries, 150-plus wines, wine country buffet. I got a couple of chocolate companies coming and uh, gold and double gold award-winning wines. So check it out at westseattlefoodbank.org. And uh, don't forget the Sky City Space Needle Wine Academy. Uh, Jeffrey Dorgan uh, at the Sky City, he's their sommelier. Uh, check it out at spaceneedle.com backslash wine. Academy. He's got a host of events for you to to enjoy up at, uh, what is that, 600 feet? Well, we'll figure it out. Hey, stay right here. We'll be right back on Happy Hour Radio. A delightful balance of wine education and the Seattle skyline with bold notes of personalized instruction. Reserve your spot today to attend one or four events at the Space Needle with Sky City Wine Director Jeffrey Dorgan. Sip, savor, and learn about four wines of varying styles per event hosted at Skyline, the 100-foot level at the Space Needle. Linger after and enjoy your favorite with some tasty bites. Click spaceneedle.com slash wineacademy. Breaking down the big stories. Glenn Beck, weekdays 9 to noon on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Now more KVI Want to Know Weekends. Back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Hey, and welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. Uh, having a great time with Sandra Lee, Executive Director of Woodenville Wine Country. And of course, we're talking about all the great events they do. They've got uh, the Hollywood Block Party coming up. This is is it the Red Mountain Block Party, the Hollywood Block Party? The Hollywood Block Party Hollywood on September nineteenth. September nineteenth, and we've got Crush October eleventh. Uh, we've got uh, Saint Nick weekend and Nick at Night. Yes, December fifth, first weekend. Ah, that'll be fun. And uh, I know that uh, 
this last passport, which was a fantastic event, and uh, um, it was great to sunset that and find a new event down the road. But what's coming up in the spring? Do you have some cool ideas happening? Well, we're going to start it off in February, and we'll be at Novelty Hill Janik um, and do a very special barrel event. So stay tuned for the details because they'll be one of a kind made just for you that night by some of our best winemakers. And then in April, we're going to celebrate spring and have a white and rosé party. Ah, so fun. Uh, I'm making rosé this year. Wow. So I'm excited. I'll have to get my uh, a storefront in Winville so I can come play and pour. <laughs> uh, well, that sounds so cool. Um, tell me, let's see, we're going to have a little quiz here. I want you to quiz me on some of the, because I need to know more about Woodville. I need to know where some of these wineries are, whether it's the downtown area, the Hollywood district, the warehouse district, and is there another district? There's the downtown in the West Valley. West Valley, yes. West Valley High. That sounds like a TV show from my youth. Uh, all right, so the quiz is on. You have to name a winery, and I need to have to name the district or, or region or neighborhood it's in. Avenia. Oh, Venia. That Well, let's see. That's Chris Peterson and Marty Talker. I'm going to say they are in the warehouse district. Ding. Good job. All right. Um, how about Savage Grace? Ooh, Savage Grace. That's Mike Grace, right? Winemaker mm-hmm. for Savage Grace. And, uh, oh, he is in the warehouse district, too. Yes. <laughs> Keeping it simple for you at first. I, well, I'm thinking, where could he be? Where could he be? Savage Grace in the Warehouse District. We have a lot of new ones uh-huh. um, that came in this year, so I'm going to trip you up with uh, Tory Moore. No way. Yeah. Tory Moore from Oregon? Mm-hmm. They make some great Pinot Noir. They do. Um, they're in the Hollywood School District. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that sign. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> J.M. Sellers. J.M. Sellers. Oh, well, that would be my uh, John and Peggy Bigelow over in West Valley High. Well, we kind of put them in Hollywood because their property used to be there. But we like to call them um, one of the cool outliers. The so. cool outliers. Uh, <laughs> this is fun. I'm having a good time. We're, we are quizzing uh, the host, Christopher Chan. That's me. I'm on the line here. I'm on the clock. What more do you got? So how about Martetti? Martetti. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, Joe... Oh, Joe, 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 Joe Maglino, Joseph Maglino, mm-hmm. old friend of mine who was in the wine biz. He's still uh, going to be your friend now that you remember his that's name. That's right. I could pull it out. <laughs> um, he's making some great wine, and uh, he's in the warehouse district, too. He is in the West Valley district. Oh, see, I haven't been out there. I know. I, I saw his stuff on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So all this stuff is available uh, on uh, woodenvillewinecountry.com. Uh, I did pretty good. I think I was, what, Five for six. I'm going to go for one new one that I don't know if you know where they are yet. Okay. Market Vineyards. Market Vineyards. New uh, one to. I know. That's a beautiful store. I saw it on Facebook. I'm going to have to say that is in the Hollywood School District. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll leave I'll, on that note. I'll, I'll start thinking about the two glasses of white, uh, red wine I'll have with dinner. Well, Sandra Lee, so fun to have you on the show. Thank finally. you for having me. Thank you very much for joining me on Happy Hour Radio.
Well, I definitely need to get my sommelier friend Jeffrey Dorgan here on the show because if you love wine and you want to learn more about wine, you have to join him. The 2012 Sommelier of the Year, Jeffrey Dorgan at Sky City at the, the Space Needles Wine Academy. Uh, this is going to be really cool. I mean, each has got four or five different events, and each event features four wines and tasty bites. Uh, you can attend the Harvest Crush, the Holiday Wine List, the New Year and New Wines, and the last event, A World of Wine. Uh, book one or event or book them all for... Uh, com backslash wine academy. That's Jeffrey Dorgan, the 2012 Sommelier of the Year. Uh, the Space Needle Wine Academy at com, And that's one of the great events that we love talking about here on Happy Hour Radio. Uh, September 19th is the Hollywood Block Party. September 27th is the Red Mountain Block Party. And in between there is Feast Portland. So if you want to take a road trip and check out some of our our uh, our kin down there in the southern area of the state, which is actually in Portland, in another state. Uh, check out feastportland.com. But we are one week away from the gold medal wine experience. I will see you there. Sandra will be there, as will uh, Marty Talker and Alexander Nicole and Market Vineyards and so many more gold and double gold award-winning winemakers and their fantastic wines. Great buffet. Tickets available at westseattlefoodbank.org. Thanks, Dr. Richard Baxter, and thanks, Ms. Sandra Lee, for joining me on Happy Hour Radio today. Going to have a great show for you next week. Uh, and remember, folks, you can see me here every Saturday, 11 a.m. to noon on 570 KBI. And as I like to say, life is always better with a designated driver. Cheers. Cheers.